Okay, we're on. Hello, welcome back. Another episode of uh, Story and Dice podcast, episode five. We're absolutely flying through these. Um, hope everyone's staying well and staying safe at, at home. Um, we're into week nine or ten of lockdown, so we're getting nice and deep into it now. Hopefully, the end is near and some cricket can be played soon. Um, so this is the first of three Kutzers in a row. So we thought we'd start with the oldest first. Um, the best, maybe, maybe the no, no not, not the best, not the best, <laughs> Pete, that's Pete. best. That's Pete. Yeah. Horse or Megan, that's wrong. Um, Actually, sorry, mum would probably be better than me. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, today I'm joined by two people who I've played cricket with quite a lot of the last five years, and two ex Stony Nights captains, Sean Kutcher and Jack Mitchell. So, how are we doing, guys? How have we been keeping busy in lockdown? Yeah, yeah you good. Got Sean. Busy. Yeah, I'll go first. Two so, kids, uh, you must, uh, be, must be tied up. Pardon? <laughs> you must be pretty busy with two kids. Yeah. Um, every time there's uh, some sort of uh, slowdown, apparent slowdown in the oil industry, I get really busy. So, yeah, working a lot. Um, as you can see, growing my hair because I'm the last cooter that's got any. And... Uh, yeah, just uh, just trying to uh, get through get through each day as it, as it happens at the moment. Missing my days out, my breakfast out with uh, either the guys on a, in the summertime or uh, or the kids. You know, getting out with them for a breakfast on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Jack, a lot of running I've seen. Yeah, it's been good. Um, I know it's, as much as missing cricket, it's it's different for me. But being able to you know, concentrate on my fitness and hit the road and a lot of running, a lot of cycling. It's, it's actually been quite enjoyable. So uh, as much as I'm missing cricket, it's good in a way, but obviously I want to get back. Exploring Aberdeen shirt. Mike Lowe's been all over Strava as well. He's been loving it. And yeah, I know. He's doing Mikey's walks every morning. Yeah, he likes like walk. busy, busy man. Walk with short lister. I don't know how that's going down. Certainly wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel I feel bad for the two dogs that he's taking every walk. They must be knackered. Uh, anyway, so so today we'll just have a focus on a bit um, a normal normal Q and A with a bit of an emphasis on moving on in cricket. Because obviously these guys have two similar stories where started at the hometown club and then moved on a successful period moving on and then come back to the roots. Obviously at different points in their careers. So. Um, I'm also focused obviously on the Stony with Dice last five years where these two have been pivotal in the, the success in the last five years. So start things off, Sean, how did you get into cricket? I mean, it's hard not to, is it, with uh, two brothers yeah. and dad? Into yeah, very, very sport and family. Um, you know, uh, grow, grew up playing cricket, grew up watching my dad play cricket for Dice, you know, and uh, then... Um, we went to uh well went to we lived out in the country so um my brothers and i we grew up playing junior cricket for actually for Inverurie cricket club so they put a lot of time and effort into mm. us and um <laughs> and then uh, stonywood and dice merged and uh, um yeah i remember my first ever game for the stonywood first team i, I can't remember i was 11 12 or 13 something like that playing against cults up at stonywood Mm-hmm. Four not out. Um, pool shot from that one. That that far back. <laughs> that's, that's my only memory of cricket. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. and then, yeah. Um, yeah, 
yeah, just just with the family. We all loved cricket, played cricket in the garden. You know, um, yeah, that's it, really. So, Jack, what about you then? Huntley, early age, uh, or did you get into a bit later on? Pretty different, to be honest. Uh, none of my family actually played cricket when I, when I started. My dad played in the pub leagues, obviously, and been the social kind of side of it. But I think it must have been 10, 11 before I actually started playing cricket. And at that point, it was when it was Huntley Highlanders. And just from there on, progressed through the, the age groups and second team and the third team, mm-hmm. playing grades, playing Nosca, then finally got my, my chance in the Huntley first team. Coveted, coveted uh, chance in the Huntley first team. Young, young age. Who, was, it, was it Neil Nicol then who got everyone into cricket still, or was it someone else? Uh, not at that stage, it was Fred Ritchie. Uh, he, back when he was the, oh, the Highlanders main man, um, he, he's the coach. Neil, Neil was always a, a coach, he always volunteered, uh, helped out with the, the younger ones. I think it was it been three or four years after that before Neil mm-hmm. became a full-time coach and pushed all the juniors through and still is doing a great job at the moment. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so obviously, Sean, you progressed quite quickly. Obviously, when all the three coaches were in the team, I was looking back scorecards and between like 2000 and 2002, one, two and three is Kutcher, Kutcher, Kutcher. And then there's a P Kutcher down at six or something. So the team must have been pretty easy to pick. What are your memories of that then, um, playing with obviously your two brothers and your dad? Because there was a period where you all literally did play the top five. Yeah, um, it was good. To be honest, I don't remember too many. Right? There's a few games I remember with all, us all playing. Um, but uh, I always remember my dad would be in gully or slip and anything that came near him, he would grab it, no problem. Um, he was always calm and uh, pretty cool. Um, I remember him batting against Clydesdale one year and they had Yasser Arafat who was uh, who bowled quite briskly mm-hmm. and he went out to bat with no helmet and uh, I think Lamy may have spoke about this story last week or the week before and uh, yeah he went on to score 60 odd um, opening a batting with Stuart because it was him and I that opened the batting the first time we actually ever opened a batting was against Uddingston in a cup game I think mm-hmm. and um we went on and we may have scored our, we may have had 158 opening stand. Um, but remember the, the first 10 overs, the score was about 12 or something. <laughs> I had three Chinese cut through my legs off uh, Paul Hoffman. And then all of a sudden we went, uh, managed to start hitting the ball out the middle and uh, yeah, went on to score definitely over 100 partnership, may have been 150. And then uh, one game I remember, one game I remember batting with Kyle at fourths. It rained, it was late, it was, dark um they got runs on the board and uh we uh <laughs> I remember uh batting with them and uh, we both got a few runs out there i think Carl won the game eventually um but we're batting it's a, it's green it's seaming around and uh here's me try to flick a ball the leg side missing it going what's happened there to kyle at the other end he's laughing at me you know next over he's playing and missing doing the same thing we're laughing at each other we're like we're missing five out of six in the over and then we hit the the sixth one for four, so um, we're just laughing at each other that that day. But um, and for, fortunately or unfortunately, um, Kyle left to go on to bigger and better things cricket-wise, right? Yeah. But uh, oh, it was brilliant. Uh, always enjoyed. And I, whenever I played cricket with Kyle at Cape Town Cricket Club or wherever it was, um, yeah, always loved playing cricket with Stuart and Kyle. 
yeah and dad dad's brilliant as well right so yeah um so then jack what did you get into the cali progression and then into the first team where you become the real main man Huntley, or what was the progression really um there was the, the youth cali stuff was a, a big big part then um it was around about the same time when we when we got selected for the you know, all your festivals, you would go down mm-hmm. down south and you'd play against the all all regions. Um it was pretty much the same time when, when you played played first team cricket and then you know, I thought they were always big on youth youth mm-hmm. progression, so you know, they were keen for youngsters to come through and play as much cricket as possible. So which is I mean it is a good thing and still Still has to be key at the moment. Yeah. So, so um, what was the what was the um where was the point then where Huntley kind of started to dwindle down? Because obviously the Stonywood Dice, the Huntley Stonywood Dice chain almost has been called. Well, how did that start? And was that maybe one of the reasons everyone leaving to go to Shire or Stonywood was that maybe one of the reasons why it faltered? I think it it had a big big impact on it. Um, Huntley's been producing. Really good cricketers for years. You know the amount of guys you could in the that played for Stonywood and Chair have all come from Huntley. That there's a massive list. You could, could talk about them all day, but you'd have um, enough bad eleven. Right? Yeah, you would make um, that eleven, Jack. I don't think you'd be in there. I'll, I'll take water, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's. Uh, I think it did have a big part um, seeing. Seen a lot of guys go on and, and try and better themselves. He was never, you know, when I was captain, obviously Jamie left Huntley to go to Dice during that time, and I ne- never, you know, never held it against him for it. It was, it was always happy for the guys to go and progress their cricket. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I mean, it, I think they just went through a bad, bad period of time where at a certain age group, guys retiring. So yeah. it was, it was a very inexperienced team. Um, even committee members were getting at an age where they were you know, rather spend time with their families, and there was a lot, lot, of, a lot on the younger guys' shoulders. You know, little things like you know, organising matches and teas and bars were all left to you know young guys, guys, my, young guys my age, in eighteen, nineteen. It's quite a big responsibility. So I think, yeah, for me that that was at that stage where I decided to try and move on and. How, how did it come about then? Who was it? Did someone send you a message or did you approach? What? Um, that's, that's a touchy subject. <laughs> Is it? Um, no, nah, Rufus. <laughs> Rufus, um, when he left, he left the year before I did, and you know, obviously we were good friends at Huntley. We'd uh, go on with each other at Huntley. We had a lot to do with the, the committee side of it as well. So yeah. he sent my message saying that why not come along? It's a, it's a family club. It's very welcoming, you know, play a higher standard of cricket and you know, get to play the likes of Sean and Jan and you know, all those guys that played high high cricket for years. I think I actually, the first time I played was the Sixes tournament. Um, oh yeah, no, I do remember that. Um, we had an absolute ringer of a team. <laughs> Rufus's, um, Rufus's company, no, I do remember that. How do we do yeah. 14 then, would it? Yeah, I think me, me, you, Hank, um, Tarek, Rufus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. No, absolutely no, I didn't know that actually. So is that is that what is that what made you go forward? You thought some. 
Yeah, well, that's what, that was the reason I, I came along, had a look, and you know, he said, have a look at, see what the mm-hmm. kind of club it is. And it so, um, so quite similar then, Sean, if we rewind the clock back a long time ago. A few, um, much, a long time, just a couple <laughs> of years. You like the choice of the veteran, you know, so we've got to go back a bit. Um, so, <laughs> So 2003 and four, you had actually really good years at Stonywood. So what yeah. what was it that made you that made you move across the city? Um, yes. Was it to play higher level? Part of it was a similar thing to Jack, where um, you know looking back at it now, I should have probably asked for help. But trying to organise everything as as the captain at Stonywood when I was inexperienced with the captaincy and with you know my uh, people skills weren't the the greatest at the time, right? So um, and then on top of that. In 2004, I was back and forward from Edinburgh because I was working down there at the time. So that took a bit of a toll. And then the final reason was I wanted to play cricket with um, Jan at, St- at Shire and also a guy called Graham Grace, who was the pro at the time. Um, he was a great, good player, great coach, and I thought that would playing at Aberdeenshire, which were the I think they were the league above at the time. Yeah, they playing, were, they were playing. There, playing there would have um, put me up in uh, in the spotlight for maybe going a little bit further. Um, yeah, because in that time you were playing for stuff. Scotland A, weren't you? You had a few. You had a game for Scotland A. Okay. It was like it. It was the. Uh, I was part of the national academy in two thousand and four. I think it was, mm-hmm. um, and there was a, a president's eleven played against Guernsey. So I got into that that side, and I played the. There was some district stuff around then as well. Um, in fact, no, I think the district stuff was the year after. I had such a terrible year at uh, at uh, my first year at Aberdeenshire, apart from the last game of the season, and uh, I think the day before I played some of the district stuff, I got a first bowler right. <laughs> <laughs> so went out there, opened the bat, and nervous, and uh, managed to score a couple of runs. So wasn't wasn't that bad? Took a took a slipper as well. So a good one. You got the hands your dad, did you? That was it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's so, one um, thing. Yeah. That's one thing. One thing I'm confident of all the time. <laughs> I'll catch it if it comes near me. I'll catch it. I don't think I've seen you drop a catch, Sean. Oh, I had two bad years. I remember two bad, two bad seasons. One at Aberdeenshire where I dropped dollies. Honestly, these things are—it's like when you throw it from cover to mid-off, dropped one like that. <laughs> and then uh, in South Africa, my, my year 2005, oh, I couldn't even get a hand so, on the ball. So yeah, um, I'll, I'll top that, Sean. The, the Carlton game um, must have been the last game of the season, 2000. Uh, 16, 16 when we got oh, is, that, is that is that when it's the I, only uh, time I've seen you drop two catches and yeah, right. Right. No, you're right oh, yeah. slip off Jamie King yeah. Jamie yeah. King was raging yeah <laughs> and then it, I can't remember who was batting but he went and scored big runs after that no he got yeah he got he got 8 yard didn't he he scored like 400 <laughs> but, but we could never have got him out because he was batting slower than the other guys that came in <laughs> So, so talking so, about pros there, Sean, you said uh, Jan and Grace. I've never heard of the Grace boy, but Jack, what was it like playing at Azar Ali? Were you around at Azar Ali time? Or uh, I, I was I was mainly second team when Azar was here. Um, I did get the odd T20 with him and I think batted maybe twice with him mm-hmm. in his time at Huntley. But even, you know, at that age, you, know, you see a pro coming in, you just, you're just there eyes are wide open regardless of who it is it's, but then to see him go on and do what he's done yeah. is 
But his story is pretty immense, wasn't it? He was a leggy, wasn't he? Came over as a leggy. Yeah, yeah. He came over to. I uh, actually, he was, he was a replacement pro as well. We had only had a, a pro lined up, and I can't, I'm not actually sure of the story, but I think he, he got injured or something before he was due to fly over. And last minute, the one of the guys that organised the overseas would phone up this agency. Look, we're in a struggle here. Can we get any? Any replacements over the last minute? Tell you what, I've got this leg spinner. He's a really good leg spinner. Combat. Um, we'll, we'll give you details and you know, the rest is history. <laughs> over as a leg spinner, it goes back as a number three test. It's not all the other way around, isn't it? You come over as a I'm a batsman. You know, I remember Matt Brown and all that thinking they're coming over as these batsmen, and they go away taking like 25 wickets. In the yeah. Then. <laughs> Yeah, and then he, he got a call up, didn't he, when he was playing for Huntley or something? Someone's told me this. Yeah, he, he came over, I think it was like the fourth or fifth game of the season. I was going against Strathmore in a, a league game. And he actually gave his phone to the umpire because he knew he was going to get a call either way if he was selected. <laughs> so he was out batting. Uh, I think the, he didn't actually score that many. I think it was 60 something. And uh, his phone went off halfway through. And the, Oh, yeah, you've been selected for the national training camp for the test squad. Um, you, you fly out in two weeks or something. That's in the middle of batting. It's pretty, pretty cool to see. Yeah, so um, we're talking about the time at Shire then, Sean, then. Going back to that. You were part of the first year over, you were part of the Scottish Cup final. Talk us yeah. through that then. What was that? How was that? Were you involved in the run at all? Yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, that was good. Unfortunately, we got uh, we got quite... Soundly beaten in the in the final, uh, Fergusley, I think it was. Um, yeah, yeah, we didn't score enough runs that day, but uh, we had a yeah, we had a good run. Um, we had a d- handy team that, for a few years there uh, at Aberdeenshire, right? So, and we were all they were all sort of around my age, mm-hmm. uh, which was good. So, <clears throat> I mean, that was. We all knew each other from junior cricket and and that, so um, yeah, that was that was good. But uh, I don't remember too many of the the lead up to the to the final. But I remember we stayed overnight and we played the final at uh, West Lothian. Lovely day. Remember <laughs> fielding on the boundary. Fergus Lee supporters giving me a lot of stick, so gave him a little bit back, and then there. <laughs> having a laugh with me and saying uh, look yeah there's a pint of beer you know go have a drink and everything so <laughs> tempted that's by that stage we've lost tempted that's what we need to talk about actually Sean the hothead days a lot of people have men- a lot of people have mentioned this in the podcast before what yeah. was it was it just was it just angry were you just angry just when you, when you got out <laughs> and just, just an angry man <laughs> don't know <laughs> don't know right just uh, you've mellowed now at least a little bit. <laughs> no, I think if you was any more laid back, John, you'd be lying down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, looking back at it, I always put a lot of pressure on myself to do really well. And it was always, more often than not, I would disappoint myself when I played. Um, and then I kind of tended to take that out on other people uh, <laughs> instead of uh, finding another way, another avenue of... Uh, of re- releasing that sort of frustration and 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 disappointment. Yeah. 
No, I mean, that's good. So um, we'll go on to the story with stuff. I'm fairly talking about Aberdeenshire. I probably talked about it for longer than I was actually part of their club. So, <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on. Uh, so story with Dice then. So obviously 2015 is when you both joined. I'm pretty sure it was 2015, Sean, or were you here for a year? 14, before? 2014. I was in with Leeski. Came back with Leeski 2014. And yeah. then, so I suppose we'll just do a bit of a, bit of a review with it. So um, 2015, you made Captain Sean. How did that come about? Was it something lost? No, oh, it, it was by default. It was by default. It was no one else, right? <laughs> <laughs> we lost, lost three pretty big names that year, so I was, you knew it was going to be tough. Yeah, yeah, right. We had uh, a young, inexperienced team for National League cricket. Um, like so yourself, Jack, you'd just come across from, from Huntley. You didn't have, you had exposure to uh, Strathmore Union and uh, um, but the national league's a little bit, a little bit more intense. You're playing against a couple of, couple of better players in each team overall, really at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got, we got um, Josh, my mate Josh Fiddler over as an overseas player, and then we had uh, Henke, Henke as well. Last both, year the Conradies. Yeah, both very, very good players. Um, and we, so we saw the, both, we saw the best of Josh Fiddler in that in that year. Josh, good player. Yeah, yeah, we, I, you know, he was good for the rest of the boys, though, um, <clears throat> I think. And looking back at the stats, I didn't realise we'd won four games that year and drew one. I thought we'd only won two and drawn one. Beat Kerstorfen twice, tied with Manfield. I played that Manfield one. And we beat Sonians, which we'll get on to You both scored, scored runs there. Um, yeah. yeah. What, was like, what was it like then, Jack, coming into coming into that team? Obviously, we lost Lee Heat, we lost Elton, we lost Ali Gill. Um, what, what was it like coming into that team? I obviously, I mean, I'd played against like Ali Ski and that before. Fought Huntley against Norwood. So, I mean, it was obviously I didn't know as much. It was as big a miss for, for me, but. Um, as Sean said, it's a massive step coming from Strathmore into the National League, and it is a lot tougher. It is a lot. Yeah, you know, you're playing against that better players, but I think, and you know, Sean says we've won four games and still still get relegated, and you would think. Oh, well, nowadays. Twenty sixteen, we got relegated. Oh, it was twenty sixteen. Yeah, sorry. We did one game there, Jack. <laughs> well, we won one game that season. No, we didn't. No, I was just. Yeah, we we didn't win any games in 2016. You I dropped the game. At look at, you need to look at the stats. We won one game. It's probably I the game. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped the game. I was crying, Sean. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Jack, you actually started really well uh, in 20. You came off 50 against Gordos in the a friendly. Yeah, friendly yeah. 50 against Christopher and see us home. A 70 a few weeks in against Watsonian. So you really hit the ground running. Um. And then it was all downhill from there. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I was, I was going to put it that way, but I think if you're being honest with yourself, Jack, in Eastern Premier League cricket, you probably didn't do yourself justice in your time at Stonywood Dice. Would that no, be a fair probably comment? not. Uh, I, would, I would definitely agree. I, as you said, start started off very well. It was my 50 in debut, and obviously I would like to push on from there on. But I know it's it's tough. You know, yeah, coming be that person coming in from a, another club. It's it's tough to come in and score runs and you know not everybody's relying on you but you know yeah it's, it's well, that, guy from Huntley, you better score runs. Well, I mean that year 
we'd lost the, the three names in that first season and we had a young team. So there's a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves to do well. Um, so it's always going to be hard when we've, we don't have that experience. And we go through a, we started the season okay. And then you go through a run where you're, uh, where the whole team's struggling. And then it just builds up and builds up, right? And I think yeah. the, that tail end of that year started the next season, 2016. We just couldn't, couldn't get out of it. I mean, I remember there was a lot, of, a few of the, not a lot, a few of the teams that we played against actually said that all round as a, as a team, we've got better players than a couple of other teams in the league. Mm-hmm. But just that inexperience of getting to, um, situations where we need to do do that one percent better you know trying to get that that psychological step over was, well, there was, there was uh, a few experience to do it 2016 season there was a few games definitely where i thought we left a few games out there obviously what zonians where jack you scored a 50 sean you got a 60 i think i remember looking we scored 250 a decent score especially at stonywood and they scored the runs in 30 overs. So, I mean, I think that pretty much summed up our season for me. The other one was down at Watsonians, chasing 120. We're all up for 60. Kiddo and Kinger yeah. talked about it. Where Kiddo run past one, I'll never forget <laughs> that. <day. laughs> um, I didn't remember that. <laughs> did you not? I remembered it clear as day because I was batting like 20 for seven. And then Kinger was in. I was, I was clear, well, clear as day, ran past the first ball. Um, well, did I get upset about it? I can't remember you get you Sean, the only time I've ever seen you upset was when you hit remember we're chasing 160 against Grange. You absolutely whacked Gowdy for three or four fours and then you pulled one onto your thigh pad and got given LBW. That's the only time I've ever seen you get angry, Sean. Cost us a game. I have been amazed hearing Mike Lowe and David Lamb talk about how much of a hothead you were. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on to happier times because 2015 16, although Sean, you, you performed well in 2016. You scored 400 runs in 30, um, which in a in a losing team is really not a bad effort. And we had fun, didn't we? We had fun. I remember well, that was it. I mean, there was, I think the expectation was we knew it was going to be tough for that year. Yeah. And um, the way I tried to do it was I tried to not put any pressure on anyone else in the team. Um, which ultimately um, there wasn't really any pressure on me either. We were so inexperienced um, and I tried to give people roles that they would perform for the whole year um, so that they would learn and improve. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I remember from my first time as captain at Stonywood compared to the second time was the, the difference in the teams I had a lot of older players, well, I say older players, more senior, more experienced players in my first time as captain at Stonywood. So I could come up with these wacky ideas of how to get people out and invariably they'd work because the people I would go to would be able to perform consistently and mm-hmm. do the things. And But whereas our team was really young, I mean, Kiddo, Jamie King, they've come on leaps and bounds, right? But at that stage in 2016, they still didn't, they still don't, I mean, they still don't know their game now, but they, they really didn't know their game back then. So it was all about trying to be consistent. And when we were batting, try to be consistent, try and give people yeah. a role. And that's your role. Learn that role and then we can work from it. Yeah, I, I do I do think often we'll move on to happier times there where we actually won some games of cricket. But I think when you look back, that 15-16 really 
those guys you spoke about, myself, Kinger, Kiddo, you know, yourself, Jack, as well, we really did move on in cricket. And then 2017, I, I don't think we had a good a team, which is probably as expected going down to a lower division. But we won the league, um, which was really good. Jack, you scored a lot of runs, obviously, coming into overseas now. Liam Lindsay scored a lot of runs. Jack's Coster bowled absolute gas. What can you guys remember from that season? Obviously, Jack, it was your first year's captain. Um, so that's you've only been at a club for two years to get captaincy probably says a lot about your character yeah I mean uh, if anyone knows me knows that I'm the kind of person that likes to lead you know captaincy was always I was always a leader at Huntley captain to the to the youth setups and you know I was a captain first team at a young age so I mean it was always something I was interested in and something that, you know I always wanted to be involved as you could say um, Obviously, 2017 was the first year in Strathmore. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, trying to get the guys back up into uh, uh, winning mentality was was key, and you know, stripping it back really right right back to the the bone, and you know, allowing like the Jamie Kiddo and yourself, Chat Lamley, you know, to to understand their game a bit more, and you know, understand their roles because you know some people, you know, thought they were opening bowlers. Maybe bowled better in middle middle orders. Thought they were opening bats and maybe batted better in the middle orders. You know, so give give guys a, a bit of a bit of a chance to you know, try different roles, try different spots in the team, and and you know yeah. find their find their game like Sean said. Um, but it was as I say, we stripped it right back. You know, it was first year. I think Hoodie was it was club captain as well. Mm-hmm. So it was you know a total strip back and. You know, start from the beginning and build it, build it up from the bottom. Yeah, which was good. And obviously, I, unfortunately, come you come late. Is that a word? Come you late. I'm not. I'm not a man for words. Anyway, but it ended with my least favourite game ever in cricket, where we got bowled out by Majid Hack and maybe a few umpire decisions. <laughs> Twenty-eight. So, I mean. I suppose you've got to take the good with the bad. It's good to probably discuss yeah. it because I do think it, it did improve us. In the, uh, but what, what do you remember it from did. that day, Jack? Oh, it's, it's wiped from the memory. It's gone. <laughs> it's not wiped from the memory. It doesn't exist. <laughs> um, I think. Yeah. I think my mindset had a big, big part in that that game. And um, I think you know, coming off an unbeaten run the whole season, mm. you know, we turned up at Falkland. I think we thought we were ready. Won the playoff, and and we just weren't mentally ready for it, you know, yeah. physically and skill wise we were we was as strong as probably we'd been, but yeah. just not mentally um, ready for it. And, and in hindsight, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in hindsight, probably helped us the team develop a lot better and and Absolutely. give us another year. year give it, give everyone another year, and um, obviously twenty eighteen. Then move on to twenty eighteen. We didn't actually win the league. We came second. Obviously, Falkland been what got us. We went into the playoff. But what do you remember from the 2018 season? Because in my in my memory, we were a much better team. I mean, you look at the 2017 playoff against Kerstorfin. It's it's not really a great team on paper when you look at it. Um, but yeah, memories of the 2018 season. Because Sean, you played a little bit more in 2018, I think. Yeah, I think. Uh... I think I opened the bat with Mark Lamley a few times in that season, didn't I? We, yeah. we, had, a, we had a pretty good uh, opening yeah. partnership. Average, I think. Um, someone someone older and slower than you, Sean. Oh, that was just so both of you could run between the wicket. 
Well, I thought it was to entertain me. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, Jack, Jack had a really good season in, in, um, in 2018. He scored 400 runs at 40. See, I've, I've, done, my, I've done, my, done my stats this time. Um, 400 runs at 40. And that's obviously, we're missing quite a lot of games because of your chocolate shoulder. So um, you're hitting yeah. the ball really well. Um, any memories from that season? Because you had a few good knocks, I think. Uh, I mean, the, the whole season in general was was good for the team-wise. Um, obviously, I missed almost half the season, I think, with my injury, which wasn't ideal. You know, standing at the sideline watching the team play is the hardest, hardest thing I've had to do in my cricketing career. Um, but in, in hindsight, in a, in a good way, again, me standing at the side and seeing the other guys step up to the plate, you know, Liam took on the captain soon. Um, that must have been hard work watching that because some of his decisions <laughs> working for a little Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> the dictator. Yeah, I remember a few nah. games. Oh, Lindsay. Some some bold decisions, but um nah and, and generally did a did a good job and won won the games that we needed to win and you know, as you say we finished second but to to get to the playoff again and obviously we got to the playoff with a different mindset this time and um, probably helped with, with a bit more experience in the team. Um, mm-hmm. The previous years, I think Jan played a lot more games that year. George I mean, played Jan started playing for 18. And, I mean, that playoff game, we absolutely battered Kelso. I don't think anyone bowled badly. And then you and Lindsay, well, Mark, Mark and Lindsay really set it off. And you and Lindsay just didn't look like you were going to get out that day. Um, uh-huh. And really, really set us, set us going, I suppose. And, where we left off, we started again. 2019 was probably my favourite season so far. I'm sure it's one of yours as well. But um, I think for me, what I always thought of, 2016, we ended getting absolutely battered at Carlton. And then 2019, we started by beating Carlton. So I think that was a really good thing. We won two and two, um, and we got off really well. Also, Sean, you were uh, you, you came back into the team You a few years out where you having babies, but you were back in the <laughs> What do you remember the 2019 season? All I remember is the flick off the pad, Corny Dry and Chalet. <laughs> That's all I remember from the 2019 season. 2019 season, I actually, uh, I, was a, I had a poor poor season that year. It got to the stage where I was actually nervous about going into bat. And that's been many, many years since I was worried about batting. Um, so, yeah. Um, but um, no, I think we had a, <clears throat> we had a good we had a good season. Um, unfortunately, I got injured against Watsonians, so I missed the the tail end of the season, which I was looking forward to and hopefully uh, trying to improve my uh, high score of thirty six or something. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, the guys did well, right? What a major, what an improvement from. 2015. Um, Jamie King came on leaps and bounds. David Kidd, Jack, you did well. Um, Maka, uh, KP, yourself, um, Yanni coming back in. Um, Georgie, Georgie Nynan hit a six. <laughs> David, Lamb. David Lamb was amazed at that. He spoke about it after. <laughs> he couldn't believe it. Um, um, I, I probably missed out some other people, but no, um, we, we were we were a really good unit, and um, you know, Jack, I'm sure you weren't as happy with yourself the batting wise, but I think everyone knows you were a great leader, and 
you were part of you were part of the whole five years from the good, the bad, and the ugly, um, and you led us really well. Um, and of course, you played for Cali in 2019. Talk us through that one. You had a few really good knocks. Yeah, it was, it was a really good experience. Uh, obviously, got selected for the winter training squad in 2018, 2019, and then uh, made my debut against West pretty early on the season, the 50 over stuff, um, score 50 on debut, which is always good to do, you know, there's no expectations of you coming in on debut, three score runs, you score runs, which was good, and, and just being able to bat with, you know, that kind of guys that you have in that team, you know, like Whiskey, mm-hmm. Wally, Grievo, you know, it's, it's, you learn a lot just standing at the sideline watching them and batting with them, it's a good experience all around, so. Yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it's good. And yeah, not many people score a fifty on debut for Cali, so that's good. Obviously, playing McKinnon as well, it's good. He, as you say, he's come on loops and bounds. Um, yeah, I, I think it was just good to go through the last five years, and because um, it is really an up and down story, and it starts pretty low, and then it gets pretty high. And just a shame, obviously, this year we spoke about it in the previous ones that we couldn't go on this year with Jack Lamley, Stuart Lister, Ross Gennard couldn't really show themselves. Um, but anyway, right, so we'll get on to some general Stony with Dice stories and then memories from you guys. Because obviously, Sean, you've done a few done a few notes, I think, have you? Bit of preparation. There's, there's a few, there's a few. Real back to memory. So we'll start with both of your favourite performances. I was going to say knocks, and then I remembered that you were a bowler back in the day, Sean, so I thought I'd, <laughs> oh, thought yeah. I'd let you have a bowler figures as well. I never prepared that one. Jack, what's your favourite ever knock <laughs> for Stony Wood? Favourite or not? I mean, my best performance was my two for fourteen against our growth in the T Twenty. Nah, um, the it's a tough one. Uh, the favourite one was probably the seventy-seven not out against Shire, batting with Lindsay at the other end. Lindsay got Yeah, I think being able to bat together with him, both of us were striking the ball well, and it, it was just like. Couldn't get us out. Anything we hit went to the boundary. It was, you know, one of those days where everything just clicked. And you know, watching Liam hit a turn at the other end was, was pretty, pretty enjoyable as well. But mm-hmm. probably my most memorable one anyway. Nice. Yeah, John. Oh, Sean's high score. Delving through the archives, Sean's high score for Sony Wood came in 2003. Away to Pollock. We've been hit for 300, and you batted with Sangram Singh, put on 200, and uh, I think he ran you out on 96. Is that, yeah. is that the highlight, or...? Uh, no, actually, that, that's probably a low light. Um, <laughs> right? <laughs> getting, that, getting that close. Um, yeah, getting that close. And then, unfortunately, uh, yeah, fell out with uh, our pro at the time. Right, hothead. But actually, interesting, before that, I bought a new bat the week before and uh, decided that day, I'm going to use it today. I hadn't knocked it in or anything, so Stuart and I are opening the batting and uh, batted a few overs and and tried to hit the ball off the square. It's like trickling off the bat, plinking off the bat. And Stuart says to me, Sean, I think you should change your bat. So this is what five, six overs in. I think you should change your bat. And I said, Yeah, I'll change it after this over. So that over, I hit a four, and I thought, Well, I'll just hang on to it a bit longer. So I ended up scoring ninety-six with that bat um, after Stuart was telling me I should change it. So 
but uh, I don't know. Maybe the maybe the the first time I opened the batting with Stuart. I think it's. I can't. You know, I don't remember too many of my stats. Oh, here's one actually. This one I do remember. The playoff game for Stonywood to get into um, the national leagues. It was the conferences at the time. We played against Cooper at Strathmore, and. Um, I was in the team, but we had people like Andy B and, and mm-hmm. a lot of really good cricketers at that time. And Andy B ran up to uh, bowl the first ball of our innings and uh, went over his ankle, twisted his ankle, had to go to hospital. So that <laughs> meant I, I would have to bowl because I was the extra player, really, in the team. And I took five for something to, to and one, one man of the match and got a crate of uh, Nuki Brown. But I was too young to drink it. We <laughs> <laughs> still drank anyway. <laughs> no, actually, I didn't. I didn't, in those days. I didn't drink. Yeah, I still don't. Oh, I don't drink now. Still don't. Drink. <laughs> so that, that was that the '97 season where you won the the won the division and then went into the '96, '97, yeah, somewhere around then, yeah. That I mean, was a proper team, was it? Grand Doug Moore, David Lamb, Rob Lamb. He, was Steve Knox in it at the time? Knox maybe as well. Yeah, they spoke with that as well. Yeah, Andy B. Um, we had uh, Leo McCarty, keeping wicket. The old man was in and around that team as well when he was back up mm-hmm. from work. Um, yeah, really, really good team. I was the spare part in that team. <laughs> so then, uh, I suppose, favourite games? Favourite games over the years, Jack? Um, Nail-biters. I mean, the, the best winning one's definitely the uh, playoff at Fruki against Kelso. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seeing... Seeing everything, all the hard work over the last two years come together on that one day and everything just clicked. You know, as I said, I don't think we dropped anything. I don't think we pulled a, a wrong ball. David Kidd tried his best to drop the pro. <laughs> I think I dropped a catch as well. I think it was my one and only slip catch I ever dropped. But um, yeah, that, that game was special for me, just you know, being able to see everybody's hard work coming off and paying off. But mm-hmm. again, the, the the draws at Shire and against Shire were always yeah, terrible that was, ones as well. Yeah, the draw at Shire. That was my first uh, National League game. I was mental. <laughs> I'll never forget <laughs> it. Never forget it when he nicked. He didn't nick it. But. <laughs> yeah, you remember the ball before that? The ball before that, Mike Lowe, Mike Lowe. It, it flipped. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm sure he said, "Yo, that came quick, eh?" <laughs> Came at some pace. The next one was identical, but Henk and Ratty just jumped in front. <laughs> Took it in front of Mike. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. That was about it. Um, they were like hundred for two. Yeah, yeah. And then King and King and yourself brought it back, Sean. Right, I didn't have much to do with the King of Boldwell. Um What's your favourite game then, Sean? Um, that was a good one. Uh, the colour clothing game that uh, the first, I think that was the first ever Scottish League cricket game in clothing against our broth where we uh, Georgie f- flicked the ball through his legs <laughs> he says he meant it uh, for, for to win the game and then the other one was I think um, Brian and George mentioned it last week was the Dundee High School when they chased 325 or something mm-hmm. Brendan Ford who played for our broth um, scored 130 or something like that for Dundee High and then he bowled briskly he was quick in his day Brendan yeah. I remember yeah. that he was quick in his day 
So that's yeah. mental. Ch- I, I said to him last week, chase him three, three thirty. Like that's mental. But we, uh, we, I remember we lost the game where we scored over three hundred. We lost at fourths, and unfortunately, uh, last ball of the game. I can't remember if I was bowling at the end or not, but um, the fourths pro at the time, Peter Drinnen, they needed two to win, and uh, he hit it in the air to cover boundary. Cover boundary, a youngster in our team at the time who's a good cricketer unfortunately dropped it onto his leg and the ball ran away for a for a couple of runs you know if it dropped right down in front of him and he picked up and threw it in it would have been a would have been a draw but uh, unfortunately the way he dropped it they went and won the game last ball of the game I remember that yeah. that was a yeah memorable <laughs> what about um, any funny stories over the years funny story each could be a night out a game anything do we only get one funny story Oh, you get as many funny stories as you want. Fancy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Just start us off. Any, any away, away pre-season tours. I think you could, could put in that list. I, I remember it wasn't a pre-season tour, but the um, was it the game we beat Kostorfin? Yeah, John, John, <laughs> Hank, Hank, Hank at hundred, I think. I think he hit 100, yeah, I think he did. And uh, we, ended, we, st- we stayed down in Kostoffin anyway because we had a Scottish Cup game in the next day at Grange, yeah. I think. Get at Grange, yeah, it was at Grange. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> I think um, five of us, maybe five or six of us, ended up out in the middle of Edinburgh meeting up with the Kostoffin guys, all absolutely smashed, wearing stupid hats. And it was just a you know, really good night. And I think it was, I think, helped by the fact that we won. Yeah, the next day was tough. It's <laughs> not a, a warm green charred deck. <laughs> I slept. Was that the one I slept on the table? Yeah, I think so. It rained a little bit, wasn't it? Or was that? No, that was. Yeah, there's, yeah, it was a rain delay. Uh, the did, toss was delayed. When you were, yeah, you were right. lying on the table for two hours. Get, get Josh, the toss. Josh to get you some chalky milk. Yeah, you did the toss, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> That first. <laughs> <laughs> nah, both first at Grange. <laughs> yeah, I might say we both first a year later. <laughs> Never both. Would have paid off. <laughs> there and Carlton always bat first. And our both always bat first. Get your list out. Get, get, oh, there's, there's a few. There's a few. Um, oh, man. Uh, what about Soggy? <laughs> Jordan Squire at Harriet's, two balls in a row got in hit in between the thigh pad and the and the pad. Uh, there's a picture of it online, and uh, I just remember laughing at him. And uh, all he turns around and says, "Sean, shut up! It's not funny." <laughs> <laughs> um, then uh, he actually one time you open the bat and at Carlton with Mario um, and Ali Evans. Oh, God. So, we're, we're, you got a couple that day. We, we put on a few. I, literally, nine. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I remember uh, you faced, it was a couple overs into it, and you faced a couple of balls from Ali Evans. You went, oh, he's quite quick. So, I thought, well, I'll stay Ali Evans' side, right? No problem. And uh, Because I also knew that you would never get a bat near one of Mario's away swings <laughs> that day. So. It, was only, it was only when he bowled the innie that he just hit my bat. Yeah. I but, told him to bowl it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you can get a run. Um, I think there's, a, there's another good picture of that one online. Yeah, there is. Could be trying to duck a bouncer. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been as scared as a 15-year-old alley on one end. And then this guy who looked like he was pulling a little medium pace at the other end. You're making him look easy, Sean. I come in and I'm swinging all about. But remember, you're only 15 at a time. So. And, then, and then he bumped me and I did not know what to do. <laughs> Yeah, but you did a job that day, so... Got on 50, didn't... Sean, you didn't do that much in 2016. <laughs> and then uh, next one involves Jack. Well, it involves a few guys. That game at Watts, Watsonians where uh, we pulled him up for 120. Green deck, oh. I think we had them. We should have pulled him up for less than 120. Then Andy Mackay's coming in and bowling. Uh, he actually bowled quite... He bowled sharpish that day, right? Um, so, unfortunately, I got out. Then the next thing I remember is seeing people like uh, yourself, Jack, hopping about when he's trying to bowl your bumpers. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got caught short leg. That short day. leg. Yeah, you got caught short leg. One of these. It was like, I've got a bat near it, I'm taking it in the ribs. <laughs> yeah. He, then, he was sharp, I remember. Yeah. yeah. I played against him before that. He played. He was a pro at Arbroath. And uh, played against him there. I did okay against him. I got a couple of forties, seventy odds, and uh, that that day, unfortunately, I didn't get enough that day. It was maybe five or something that day I got. But so I think my average is quite good against them. There was a lot of quick moves in twenty sixteen too, especially compared to last year. And um, then uh, <laughs> one, it's not it's not Stonywood. Well, it is kind of Stonywood related. Uh, the la- the funny story that I've got. Um, I was actually playing cricket with Kyle, so there's the Stonywood connection. And uh, we were playing down at uh, in Cape Town, so we we played a played a I played I turned up played the first two weekends in the second team. The first team had a, a bye, so I played the third weekend in the second team. And then the next week, the first team had a a two day game starting, so we're playing at Grand Cop Pinelands. We turn up. Nice, nice, good ground, right? Um, wicket was a little bit green. And uh, I can't remember. I think we bowled first. We bowled them out, maybe 200. They scored 200. Then we went into uh, into bat. So I went out to open with uh, this guy called Neil Ritchie. And um, Neil scored a lot of runs for Cape Town. Unfortunately, he didn't get too many that, this first day. But uh, there's a guy called Birch Bowling from the other end. He played a few games. I think he played a few games for Province. He played some for um, Boland as well. And uh, so the first over, um, I get down to the, the, the striker end facing him. And uh, first ball, he bowls to me. Foolish. Swings away. I went to drive it. Next thing I know, I turn around and look. It's, I've nicked it, and it's gone between second and third slip. And they've just looked at each other. I was like, phew, that's lucky. So we batted a little while longer. I didn't face him again after that for a, a little while. And then Kyle, Neil got out. Kyle came in at the number three. Mm-hmm. So uh, next thing, this boy's running in a little bit harder and runs in. And all I see is Kyle give it one of, uh, oh, one of these, right? And it hits him on the shoulder. So uh, he's swinging his arm around and uh, walks down the wicket, tapping the wicket. I walked down to him and I said to him, you can stay that in, Kyle. I'll, I'll take the medium pace. <laughs> so <laughs> I tried to whack the medium pacer after that and got 30 and then got out. I <laughs> was quite good. played at Cape Town with your brother. Um, yeah, that was good. That was good. Stuart played there as well. Gordon Gaddy played there too. 
Um, so there's okay. a bit of a, a connection with them. And, and actually, Sean Fabes, remember Sean Fabes, KP? No. No. Anything, was, uh, yeah, you would have been just a bit young. Sean Fabes, I actually, when I was playing there in 2005 uh, with Kyle, he was playing at Cape Town Cricket Club. Young guy, South African guy. Um, and he was going travelling. So I played a few games with him. And then uh, he went travelling. And then I came back to Scotland. Next thing I know, there's a knock at the door. Sean Fabes is there. And uh, lived with me for two years after that. Just turned <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, because he, they, they mentioned him last week. He played for a few years. He's like a local. Yeah, he, he, he qualified as a local. Yeah. So, Jack, one, one, one thing, one story, the Braden initiation song. Talk us through that one. Because Braden didn't give much away on the funny side of things for uh, stories. Just the, uh, the club anthem. What was this about? So, the first, uh, my first away tour, uh, oh no, my second away tour, we're down in Glasgow, uh, played Clydesdale on the Sunday and West on Saturday, I think. Mm-hmm. So as you do, you're out, out having a few beers after the Saturday game. Everybody's a bit boozy. Braden comes up to me and goes, Jack, I think we need to get a club anthem, you know, a club song to sing after we win, win a game. And obviously, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be that while. We never used it. We, never used it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did, because we, we beat Western Scotland that, that day. And he was like, oh, we should, should get a winning song. Uh, yeah, okay. We beat Weinstein the day after. Yeah, yeah, it was a good, good pre-season tour. Yeah. Anyway, we were absolutely canned. Walking down the street, blaring out absolute rubbish. And the song didn't even make sense. It was it had Stonywood dice in it. That's all I can remember. <laughs> we were staying at a really nice. It was a hostel, but it was a really nice hostel, like an old style mm-hmm. house. And uh, coming up the stairs, shouting it full full volume. Club anthem saying, right, that's it, I've got it, that's a song, that's it for the rest of the season. And yet we didn't get to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. Um, so on the Braden topic then, who's your favourite favourite overseas you've ever played with? Jack, you go first. So favourite, um, doesn't have to be the best, just favourite. Ah, it's tough because they've all been good. Um, it can be Huntley as well, obviously as well. Uh, it's even harder now. Uh, I'll go with Stonywood. Um, probably, probably Lindsay. I think, um, obviously, having captain him for for three years, he did play here. Uh, we had a lot to do with each other. But he was my vice captain for for two of the years, and I think uh, I learned a lot off of him. He, I like to think he learned a lot, a lot off of me. But um, I got on really well with Liam, being able to. Trust him to be my vice captain was was good, and you know just an all round class player. He could see as soon as he turned up, he was you know the way he batted, the way he went about his game. He was mm-hmm. a really good cricketer and really serious about his cricket. So probably yeah, Liam, Sean. Oh, been fortunate enough to play with a lot of brilliant overseas players. I mean, you the. They talked about Arno scoring all those runs. Um, we had Casper as well, who scored runs and took wickets. And he, he bowled quick. In Is the that second Vander, Vander, Bolt. Vander Bolt? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you've got Mario Olafia, who's quick. You've got Darren Knuckle, who was <coughs> a good bat, good off the beat. 
probably should have played uh, some provincial cricket, but uh, unfortunately, for whatever reason, never happened. Uh, Ian Fancel, big, he was talked about as well. Big opening bowler, played for Namibia. Mm -hmm. um, David Shaw was our first, first ever overseas player um, that we had. I was, I can't remember how old I was when he was around, but he was a good, good player as well. Um, but I think probably my favourite personal one I got on like a house of fire was with um, um, Fiddler, Fiddler Josh you know, I got on like a house of fire with him I remember he slept outside my house one night as well <laughs> <laughs> before what was, the, the, what was the Manifield game wasn't it? that was before the Manifield game yeah he, uh, he was staying somewhere else and then uh, he decided to leave that place and uh, um, come home and I get up at what seven in the morning, and I just see him sitting outside on the on one of the seats, one of the benches we've got outside the house, just hood up and everything. I'm like this freezing. Josh, mate, you want to come in? <laughs> so, what were your favourite teammates then over the years? Oh, I hated everyone. Hated everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, can't can't pick a favorite. Some brilliant, brilliant, yeah, brilliant. I, do you know what? I don't think I actually ever played with even at Aberdeenshire and Cape Town, and when I played at Claremont in South Africa as well. I don't think I ever played with anyone that I didn't like. Because people are getting your nerves, and they always will be. But there's no one that uh, there's no one that I, I, I'll put it another way. Love everyone that I've played cricket with. <laughs> Love that, Sean. Jack? Uh, yeah, it's a tough one because, I mean, everybody at Dice is, I mean, since day one, we've been welcoming them. You know, receiver at Dice has always been a, a family club and it's the standby. And I guess, I mean, I grew close to Kiddo Kinger over the last couple of years with, with Cali stuff, training together and playing together. Um, Mac, again, grew quite close to him over the years. As you say, it's everybody. You know, I learned a lot off a of Jan, off a of Sean, off a of Nine, and Mr. Lowe spent many a many a car journey back from Huntley with, with Mikey Lowe, and the amount of cricket discussions and, and life discussions I had with Mike the, the way you back. Should have put your headphones in. <laughs> that's, that's what that's what Lister does. <laughs> <laughs> but now, nah, right. the, there's no favourites. But yeah, really close. The whole club. Um, here's an interesting one. One Stonywood Dice player or players that you didn't get to play with but wished you had. It's an interesting one, I think. Was so it maybe uh, easier for you, Jack? Because you also for me, it's it's a hundred percent Gordon Gowdy. Yeah. You know, just 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 the fact that it means that I wouldn't have to bowl to him. <laughs> I remember, I remember, remember the one game, Sean, bowling leg spin. You know, but. but one of many talents. One-handed. <laughs> yeah, a ball this absolute parallel. It's just pitched outside legs. Oh, that's going to spin. Take top off. It's perfect. And out of nowhere, he's swept this thing with one hand over the clubhouse, over the into the field. And I'm just like, how? How the hell have you managed that? I thought I had you bowled, but no, no. It's in the field. Yeah. Yeah. Gaudi. To play with Gordon Gowdy would be a good experience. I thought you were going to say it for the wood end. The uh, Friday. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Exactly. Yeah, that's Paddy Maroney. 
Paddy that's who that one is. Paddy Maroney. He's on, he's on next week, Sean. I cannot wait to meet yeah, him. Yeah, he's... Uh, love Paddy. Yeah, he was... Uh, well, there's some stories about um, some socials and he was involved in um, some waxing and stuff, so... What about you, Sean? One player you wish you'd played at? Um, it's quite hard for you, because obviously you played at Shire with Yanni and George. Well, I suppose you played at them now, anyway. Yeah, um, I was yeah. fortunate. So I was, I was fortunate enough that um, there was guys that moved from Stonywood to Shire around the same time as me, and then the you know uh, Graham Tomlinson and Ian Brand and, and Kenny Reid played a few games for Stonywood as well, actually. Uh, and then Yanni and uh, Georgie and people moved back and and so on. Um, but um, I don't know. Maybe maybe. Um, Maybe some of the overseas boys that I missed out on, people like Paddy Stateler, um, mm-hmm. um, Neil Van, is it Van Vuren or Van Vuren? If you have mentioned him, yeah, yeah, or Rudy, Rudy. I wish I could have played cricket with Rudy. He was Who's over. Rudy? Rudy, how do you say so? Nuvrate. No idea. He was one of the overseas boys, amateur. I think he actually played second team. I would have loved to play cricket with him. I got on well with him. I had a laugh with him. Yeah. In fact, um, no. Do you know what? It'd be it'd be Sean Fabe. Sean I never Fabe. played cricket with him while he was at Stonywood. Yeah. Okay. And you live with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, best player played against. Jack, you go. Yeah, you didn't give me this to prepare for. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I pull a list out. People I played with and against that were, uh, yeah. Do you want um, local or do you want an overseas? Both. Go for both. Oh dear. Sean, you go first. You've got a list. <laughs> <laughs> Best player I played against overseas. Oof, there's a few, but um, you're probably looking at. There was one guy. I think his name was Pettigrew. He was a West Indian guy. I was young. I think I was sixteen or something, playing in the Scottish Cup against Greenock. And um, I just remember running around the boundary, just herring around the boundary, but nothing got hit at me hard. And then all of a sudden, this guy's got a hundred, a left-handed bat, and I just thought, unbelievable, mm-hmm. unbelievable. I just out of nowhere, he scored a hundred. I couldn't believe it. He's got one hundred and sixteen or something against us that day. Um, Local player? Oh, it's got probably... It, yeah, there's a lot of talented players, right? But um got to be one of the Kutzers, probably. Yeah, I, I, I was expecting you to say <laughs> one of your Kutzers, but you've taken a while to get there. <laughs> Is it true? What's which, your, which one, Sean? But I say, what's your always the better one growing up? They're, they're all... We were all different, right? So... um I'm going to leave my dad out of this because he's, he's, he's the best. Yeah, I mean, you should see him ball with his arm like this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that Stuart, Stuart was always the best batsman. Kyle was the best bowler when he was growing up, right? Kyle, I think, I think he actually signed for Durham Moore as a bowling all-rounder, um, but then he got a stress fracture in his back when he was 17. So, um, and then he had problems after that. Uh, I think, if I remember rightly, and then concentrated on his bat, and then well, he's done all right, isn't he? Not bad. <laughs> and then, and then I was the, I was the one in the field, in the outfield especially, running about 
catch and yeah, I could always catch better than Stuart Kyle. Hands, yeah, no problem. Yeah, because I love fielding. Absolutely love fielding it. Absolutely so, yeah, so the best player you've played with, you can You got a pick. You got a pick. The best I played with. Oh come on! <laughs> I can't say Stuart. He'll get a big head. <laughs> it's got to be Kyle. He's actually played. He's actually played a lot for Scotland. Yeah, Jack. That's my dad. It's my dad. Dad. Yeah, Pete. Yeah. Pete seems like. Quite the quite the legend. Speaking to people about him, class act. Best player played with Jack doesn't have to be at Stonywood. You don't have to have the embarrassment of saying me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, I think the one of the Cali games, uh, Liski scoring his turn down at um, down at air was playing playing with them that game was. Pretty awesome to watch. Um, I would have liked to play, obviously, a lot more with them. See, mm-hmm. so that a huge talent and gone a good way. Um, that's a tough one. It's a tough one. I think Jan, probably Jan Sander for me. Seeing him, you know, do what he does, go about the way he does it. It's just, you know. He comes out with some weird and wonderful things, and it just seems seems to happen. So probably, probably yeah. yeah. Now that probably leads me to the last question I've got here was: uh, What's the best piece of cricket advice or team talk you've been given? And that's the last, the last <laughs> story would one because um. Well, that's quite hard for Jan, is it? If you've got the same answer as me for Jan, Jack. Yeah, it's definitely the playoff against uh, Kelso. Mm-hmm. That one. Yeah, that's yeah, what so I was thinking of. I still think about that sometimes. <laughs> you, you might have to get the wording right for me here, but so we're we're in the changing room ten minutes before we we wait to start, and Jan's been chilled the whole day, whole warm up, just been chilled, swagging about the way he does, and he comes into the changing room, chest out, sunglasses off. He says, before you leave this room, look into that mirror and see what's looking back. So something along that lines. Yeah, no, because he'd written some things <laughs> on the wall, didn't he? He'd written like partnerships, bowling pairs, batting pairs. So he'd written something, you know, doesn't matter. And then he went, before everyone goes out, I want you to read the, read the mirror. So we're like, all right. And before you go out, after you read the mirror, look through the mirror and look at yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly Josh Newton, <laughs> Josh Newton just exploded. His eyes went acid. <laughs> but yeah, oh, yeah it was inspirational. <laughs> Sean, you must have had a few motivational coaches over the years. Yeah, I don't really remember too many chats, though. Um, probably, uh, probably one I should have listened to a long time ago was "Calm Down." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was that, was that every coach you had? No, uh, that was more of my teammates <laughs> back in the back in the early captaincy days and that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. I suppose the uh, last thing I'm going to end is on what, what is next for both of you in the cricketing world then? Because obviously, Jack, back at Huntley now. Shame you couldn't get a season to kickstart your the rise again, but what's next? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a huge disappointment from not getting any cricket this year, I think. Uh, you know, the way I've left Dice, I think I've left in happy terms and 
you know, going to follow everybody's progress over the next years and just be there to support games when I can and you know, always have dice dice at heart because I've been there from day one. So. Um, but to move on to Huntley, um, I've taken up a, a coaching role in the senior senior side of the club, um, which has always been a goal of mine. You know, I enjoy coaching and enjoy you know, telling people what to do. <laughs> but it's... Um, yeah, so just despite not to get any cricket or any competitive cricket this year, uh, after the put a lot of hard work in over the winter, seen the guys improving from from day one and getting better each training session. But a, a lot of big big targets for the year, and it would be nice to get a step back up at the Strathmore Premier and yeah. push on from there. But well, there's always next year, and I think we'll, we'll go back to the winter training and hit hard again. And, I think it's Come definitely, definitely good for northeast cricket, isn't it? I mean, obviously, it's not nice losing you and Terry from our, our top order and also your captain, but I think for northeast cricket in general to have Huntley back. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's thing. Also, if we're getting a good relationship with the club again, because I always felt there was a bit of tension there when all the players were coming, but obviously, a good, a good reputation again, and we can, you know. Like yeah, no, I, and then I yeah. think I think having having myself and Liam back at Huntley, you know, there'll be a there'll be good good partnership between the clubs. And as you say, for Aberdeen, you know, Aberdeen cricket and Aberdeenshire cricket, it's you know, we can we can show the kind of talent we've got up this way. And it's, it's not just everything central belt; it's, it's no. plenty of talent up this way if you come looking for it. Absolutely. And Sean, what about you? What's next? Uh, I saw you were saying you got your eyes on the over fifties World Cup. Yeah, over fifties World Cup. So uh, <clears throat> the over fifties World Cup was in Cape Town just when I was there in March. Unfortunately, it got um, um, well, I'll say cancelled. Um, but there was a few games. So yeah, and you're you're still you're still ten years off, Sean. Unless you're forging yourself a passport. Oh no, I've still, <laughs> still got ten years, but it's a it's a goal, right? So in between the. In the within that ten year period, uh, play some more cricket. Play watching these podcasts and that actually reminds you in lockdown. Actually reminds you how much you miss the game when you're not playing it. So <clears throat> we would like to get some of the old boys together again. There was the the, the legends game last year at Stonywood. Unfortunately, I missed that, but. Um, because you were having your baby was on the way, wasn't it? I think did the did she arrive that day? It might have been. Could have. Could it was around then anyway. But uh, look to organise maybe a, a legends tour and things like that as well. Yeah, you know, weekend away playing cricket, even down in Newcastle, things like that, and and yeah. and play a bit more for Storywood again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed last year. Unfortunately, the uh, injury curtailed it, right? But uh, yeah, you can still play off the pad, Sean. I preach it honestly. Everyone that comes on, I'm like, I don't care what you say about Stuart being the best cutter. Watch Sean Cutter. <laughs> watch Sean Cutter play off the pads, right? Um, I told told David Lamb. David Lamb was like, Stuart was always no. Watch Sean Cutter. <laughs> That's the best V over there on the leg side. That's what I think Kyle said that in a comment, didn't he? He said you could only play on the leg side. That's what. That's another good, another good uh, tip for you. Never, never bowl short to a good sir. Never bowl short to a good sir. 
Uh, yeah, no. Well, I don't know. My eyesight's getting worse, so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that probably wraps us up. Thanks for coming on, guys. Have a good episode. Um, no Jack, all the best for this season, if if there is one. I'm sure we'll hopefully get a friendly this year with Huntley. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, it's going to be in the pipeline, so hopefully we'll get a, a home and away fixture at least. And yeah, a little series. Night, a night, night out in Huntley. Yeah? Maybe if I can behave myself. Um, <laughs> and Sean, hopefully, hope, hope we'll see you up at the club as well this year. As you say, if we can get a few legends game, maybe a legends tri series or something, then yeah, then you'll be you'll be in a selection debacle. Do you get in the current team or the legends team? Well, that's if I get selected for the current team, right? <laughs> anyway, that's it. So um, that's all for this week. Join us next week for the second Kutzer instalment, where Paddy Maroney, a fan favourite, joins joins Stuart Kutzer. So thanks for watching. Is it off?